Hey everybody, welcome back to Point Break Minute, where we point out the moments and break down the minutes of Point Break one minute at a time. I'm Marin Kennedy. And I'm Jessa Lowe. Hey Jessa, how's it going? Good, that was very passionate. <laughs> Thank you, I, I try to do a new thing with it when I can. Yeah. Um, yeah, I'm very passionate about Point Break. Yeah, I can tell, I can tell. I hope our listeners are passionate too. I hope like I would assume so. If you if you've if got if you come to minute 31 or 32, if you've gotten this far, you got to have some passion. Let's hope so. Let's dive in. Minute 32. <laughs> Let's dive right in. All right. Per Splunk. So minute 32 starts with Keanu kind of paddling around. Um he's just kind of splishing and splashing. And um, you can see Warchild kind of zoom into view on his surfboard saying, stay off my wave. And then he kind of splishes and splashes and zooms around some more. And then says, Goon's trying to drop in. And then... Very clearly uh, an ADR line. (laughs) Because, you know, how would you be able to hear him? Both lines probably are. Yeah. And us not being surfers, we're like... How is he zooming around on no wave and just zigzagging back and forth? And then Murr noticed he just kind of drops like Poseidon into the sea. <laughs> yeah. And like he's just kind of like he's he's going back and forth. He's obviously a very talented surfer. Um uh but he, yeah, he's like kind of going back and forth, just swishing around and then just kind of like sinks down. But it just seems below like he the sinks, waves. sinks below the waves to Atlantis. Yeah. So Powerful War Child. Yeah. War Child is quite the powerful yeah. god of the ocean. I mean, he kind of has a Jason Momoa thing going oh, on. Oh, he does. So yeah, maybe he's Aquaman. For a second, I was hoping he was Jason Momoa when he popped on the screen. <laughs> and I was like, oh, wait, no. Then we could add Jason Momoa to the list of, of people along with Keanu Reeves who don't age. Exactly. He's, he's secretly 50 years old. But he also like he also pretty much doesn't age. Maybe probably not. At... When he is 50, he'll probably look like he does now. Yeah. Yeah, so um Man, why didn't he why wasn't he in the point break remake? He would Lord have been perfect. Knows. Lord knows. He would have been perfect. He would have been an amazing Bodhi. Yeah. Totally. Yeah. What were they thinking? Yeah. God, now I'm now I'm almost angered. Me too. Yeah. I'm angry and passionate. Yeah. Because this is a point break, damn it. Yeah. It's important. So Busey is um Sitting in his car while Keanu's splishing and splashing, and he's watching with his binoculars. Probably taking a break from uh, scoping out the babes. Yeah. Watching Keanu go, and he is listening to, uh, what was it, Seven seven on Seven is? Seven in, what, Liquid Jesus is the band, and Seven and Seven is the song, I think. It's kind of hard to tell what the title is. There's a lot of different... Seven anyway, and Seven Is. Seven and Seven Is. Yeah, that's that's it. Seven and Seven Is uh, by Liquid Jesus. Uh, this experimental Los Angeles-based quintet was formed in 1990 by bass player Johnny Lonely and guitarist oh. Scott Tracy. Johnny Lonely. Might that. as well have called him Johnny Lonely. Played him that. being Johnny Utah. <laughs> they played, yeah. I wonder about, yeah, that's an influence perhaps. Mm-hmm. Uh, they, they played uh, incessantly on the L.A. bar and club circuit. Fusing psychedelic blues, jazz, and metal influences to bizarre extremes. They debuted with an independently released live album. This makes them sound like a disease. They incessantly <laughs> performed, like they not, refused to stop. Just could not get rid of them. This is yeah. from allmusic.com, by the way. I didn't write that personally. 
just pulling right from the source. Um, yeah, I was going to uh, pull up the lyrics here. Do a little rendition. What what voice would you like me to do, Jessa? Donald Duck. I cannot do <laughs> I cannot do Donald <laughs> Yeah, I can't. I, no. um, I, I don't know. <laughs> you don't know? Yeah. Um, geez. Do, do your best... Uh... Santa Claus. It's right after Christmas. Okay. When I was a boy, I thought about the times I'd be a man. Now I'm turning into Daniel Plainview. Yes, I'm just I'm just gonna go with that. When when I was a boy, I thought about the times I'd be a man. I'd sit inside a bottle and pretend that I was in a can. In my lonely room, I'd sit my mind in an ice cream cone. You can throw me if you wanna, cause I'm a bone, and I go oop bip 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 yeah. <laughs> this makes no sense. If I don't start crying, it's because I have got no eyes. My father's in the fireplace, and my dog lies hypnotized through a crack of light. I wasn't able to find my way, trapped inside a night, but I'm a day, and I go oop, ip, ip, oop, ip, ip. Yeah. <laughs> One. Now, now I'm William Shatner. One, two, three, four. Seven, seven, yeah, yeah, seven, seven, yeah, yeah, seven, seven, yeah. It goes from there. That was, that was wonderful. Oh, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I'd say that's, that's a bit psychedelic there. Yeah, yeah, just, just a touch. So that's the music that's playing on, um, Busey's car radio. Yeah, so it's playing on his radio, Mm -hmm. which makes it diegetic music or diegetic i forget i always forget how it's pronounced but that means it's music that is internal to the film mm-hmm. it's being played by a character in the film they hear the music mm-hmm. like you know everything in guardians of the galaxy and uh, stuff like that mm. where it's i mean mostly but what they they do a lot of that uh, of what happens here also in guardians of the galaxy where it starts out as diegetic diegetic music but then it the, the volume comes up and suddenly we switch to a different scene, and the music is still playing, mm-hmm. which I think it's always a pretty fun trick. Yeah, so they use it by transferring from being on Busey's radio while he is looking out of his binoculars over to Keanu Reeves. Yeah. Rooting him on. Rooting him on, saying, paddle, paddle, come on, which is kind of sweet, kind of cute. Yeah, um, he's rooting and, for him. He yeah. wants him to succeed as a surfer. And then it becomes the background music of a surf scene with Keanu getting up on his surfboard. Murren was going. Victoriously. Yeah, he's really doing it. <laughs> you keep stealing all my notes because you can read them. I'm sorry. <laughs> it's okay. I'm sorry. I don't need no stinking notes. It's just... I'm hilarious off the cuff. Yes, you are. Establish this. He's just... <laughs> kind of doing it he still um, looks a little wobbly but and like whoa like this is the he, best he's done so far yeah so then um the surfer that we will come to know as bunker zooms into view on his surfboard and i it looks to me like he's cutting keanu off yeah i really don't understand how like you know say stay off my wave like how how can you tell Whose wave is whose? Like, how do you call it? You just know in the ocean, Murren. And, like, what if it's a really big wave? Can't more than one surfer surf a really big wave? No, because it's territory. And then if everyone did it at the same time, then only, like, no one would get the, like, credit of, oh, yeah, I rode 
the big wave of 97 or you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Big wave. I yeah. re- this one's my wave. It's yeah. named Ernest. Yeah. This is Ernest. This is Ernest the wave. And he's mine. He's my pet wave. Yeah. You can't play with him. No. Yeah. He gets, he, he gets, he'll bite you. Yeah. I mean, surfers do basically treat waves like they're jealous girlfriends of their waves. Pretty much. Yeah. I remember hearing an episode of the podcast, Jordan Jesse Go, where mm-hmm. the comedian Kurt Brownaller um, was talking about how he was surfing Rockaway Beach in mm-hmm. New York. And he got into like a horrible fight. <laughs> with another surfer so it's true like, that was a true story yeah. i also really found it amusing that you know pale you know scandinavian kurt Brownoller is a, a surfer but anyone can be a surfer yeah well and if rocket power the t- uh, television show on nickelodeon from the early 2000s taught us anything they taught us that people who come and try to surf and aren't really surfers are shoobies so well, we, I don't think we've heard that phrase in Point Break yet. Missed yeah. opportunity. Yeah. But I guess, like, I'm imagining, you know, surfing, it, it really pisses me off when people do this, honestly. Like, people are like, they've been doing this shit to Keanu this whole time. You know, like, they can just tell he's like, oh, he's a yuppie, he's a yuppie scum. Or, you know, he's like, oh, you, you're just starting out. Like, how, surfers, you can look however you want and do whatever you want. I just, I don't think we've gotten that message across here. Um, you know, Kurt Brownoller, he's like a, he's a, not a pro surfer, but he's an avid surfer. He's done it mm-hmm. for years. I, I remember vaguely from the interview. Um, but he, he looks like a geek. Mm-hmm. Um, but he can still be a surfer. If he, you know, he surfs in New York, but if he went to LA, he'd probably want to go surfing. And these guys probably would make fun of him because he doesn't look like they do. He doesn't have braids. He doesn't have tattoos. He isn't tan. But who cares? Mm-hmm. Pisses me off. I mean, yeah, I get it. I guess. I'm just I'm passionate today. You are very passionate. You are. So, I mean, that's pretty much the end of the minute. So they crash into yeah. each other. I, I just like that uh, this uh, the man we will come to know as Bunker Weiss uh, tackles basically tackles Keanu into the into the surf. Yeah, basically, like he does like a surf. It's like the the closest we've gotten to combining surfing and football. Yeah, which I, I feel like Johnny Utah would appreciate. Yeah, but. I get the feeling he doesn't appreciate this. Probably not. Probably not. He was just trying to have fun. Okay? Yeah. He was and... He was doing it. He was really doing it. And then... Eh. But he surfed on someone else's wave. Yeah. Yeah. It's weird. I don't know. If somebody's a surfer out there and wants to uh, tell us what's up with that. Yeah. Um... Uh, the, I mean, it, it comes with it. It comes with the territory. The territorialism comes with the territory. When yeah. I was when I was a little boy, I loved skateboards. I still do. I still mm-hmm. love skateboarding. I talked about this in like minute one or two. Mm-hmm. Uh, I kind of you know I I get it. It's like this cool, cool guy thing to do. Mm-hmm. And I wanted to be a cool kid. I wanted to hang with the other cool kids who had skateboards. And I bought. I went to the sports shop. I didn't know. I didn't know the proper way to do this. I went to the sports shop and I like got this, this cheap skateboard because that was the. My mom didn't want to spend a bunch of money on a skateboard, so I got this cheapo skateboard, and I brought that to school, and they made fun of me for it because it like wasn't the right one. And like, who, who the fuck cares? This is too depressing. Let's not. <laughs> I just it's coming. It's coming out today, Jessa. I'm sorry. Aww. I'll I'll bring it to a close. But yeah, I mean, it pisses me off when stuff like that happens. Oh, poor baby. It kind of got not funny there for a second. I'm sorry. Aww. Anyway, that's it. That's it for minute. Uh, 
32, I guess. Yeah. Should we move on to recommendations? Yeah, let's move on to recommendations and leave this, uh, leave my scarred childhood behind us. Well, do you want to enlighten us with what your recommendation is this week? Sure. Um, I'm going to rec- – this is kind of like a dual recommendation. We're, we we collaborated on this in a way. Mm-hmm. But I'm going to recommend the TV show Pushing Daisies. It's probably one of my favorites. It's very cute but weird and unique um, and charming and uh, everything I everything you want from a nice – fun television show it had two seasons um back 10 years ago or something and it's uh it's one of those shows like twin peaks and other stuff like that where you're like how did this make it to network television <laughs> and i'm glad it did and it has but, a cult following yeah like, it, it does peaks. for sure um but yeah it, lee it stars lee pace Your one of my crush. man crushes and just acting crushes um and he brings a nice he always brings a nice kind of differentness he's a little bit you know kind of like a lori petty mm-hmm. you know he's he doesn't do he doesn't act the way his acting is has a different feel to it than you would expect and that's something he he uh uses that well on this show um so pushing daisies it's uh also kristen chenoweth kristen Sorry. chenoweth is in it she sings and dances sometimes uh yeah sometimes there's just like a dance sequence or mm-hmm. a, a song in the middle of an episode um the jim dale is the narrator of the show who you may know from the harry potter audiobooks he's very very good narrator and he sounds great on this um Mm -hmm. who else is on this show there's other there's other people that are that are kind of uh, kind of fun and famous um but yeah pushing daisies love it yeah it kind of comes across like a fairy tale yeah especially with their pies it all takes place in a pie shop it's Mm -hmm. great yeah it's sweet there's a forbidden romance yeah so my recommendation is going to be a show that Mern and I just started watching last night. But we've already watched three episodes, maybe four, three. Three, I think. And uh, previous guest Niall McGowan actually brought it up, um, the show Legion. And yeah. I have gone on record before saying I am not into superhero shit. Like, that is not my ish. Um, but when Mern showed me a trailer for Legion, I was like, really excited because it's this surreal and it has lots of cool imagery and lots of like you know lots of twists that come out of nowhere there's really good music great acting um the producer of fargo is also the producer on this show i believe noah holly yes so fargo is the best thing ever to ever as far as i'm concerned he's the new king of tv yeah right now. yeah like sorry vince gilligan love you but no holly's here to stay um, well until you know vince gilligan was on the top for a little bit and then it'll be someone else you know yeah. no holly's doing his thing but but he's some... doing so well and he has he's had more than one i mean we haven't finished legion but he like he had he has fargo which i haven't seen the third season but the first two are great and then he has this which is like different but still very unique yeah. And he just brings, you know, he, so he's had two. Whereas I guess Vince Gilligan, he had Breaking Bad. I guess Better Call Saul. And uh, he did a lot for X-Files. He did, yeah, but he wasn't the showrunner. He, he was no. just a writer. And he's written other good things. But anyway, yeah. Anyways, so Legion is about a man. And I'm not going to tell too much. Because I think telling you too much about this plot is going to ruin it. But basically, this man is... Be damn hard to explain, too. Yeah. He is in a... Um, mental hospital and meets a new girl in the hospital 
and he is having a very tough time because he's diagnosed with paranoid schizophrenia telling truth from reality and then x-men are involved so you put the pieces of the puzzle together and watch it because it's great yeah and i don't i don't read comic books um so i'm sure there are people out there who know the legion storyline and can talk about it with more depth than we can but yeah i think it's a really great show so far and i although i'm not a comics reader uh i would say x-men it's probably my favorite mm-hmm. superhero, like my favorite superhero team, yes. I guess you would say, world, superhero world, because their powers aren't always helpful. I like yeah. that it's kind of random, and it's like, it feels like, you know, it's not just like, oh, everyone just has powers, that, you know, for good, and then it just becomes about, like, with great power comes great responsibility, or what do it, I do with these powers? It's literally stuff like, like I can produce toilet paper from my leg. Or like... I don't know about that one, but... But uh, I mean, like, it's stuff yeah. like that, where it's just like, oh, great, Yeah, some, sometimes you're a mutant with a power, like, you know, Wolverine, you can heal, that's great, but sometimes you just I can turn stick into to a, a toad wall. or something. Like, yeah, it's... Or worse, I you have know? suction cups on my butt. Yeah, something like that. Yeah. So it's fun to see the, their ups and downs, and it makes for more interesting drama, in my opinion. Yeah. So I always go with X-Men... I, I enjoy other superhero stuff, but X-Men has always been kind of my most, the most interesting to me. Yeah. So watch Legion, watch Pushing Daisies. And Legion takes it to another level of interesting. Yes. Compared to, like, the other X-Men movies, which, yes. again, my only experience, not a comics reader. But, yes. yeah, go and I would do say it's a surrealist thriller drama first and an X-Men movie second. Or so far. series yeah. second, which is the way it should always be um in my brain so yeah um also if you watch legion and you watch pushing daisies you can see a lot of similar threads so that's why this is a joint recommendation because there are some very similar things happening yes yeah there are a lot of similarities stylistically and and some thematically yeah yeah oh and the girl from the second season of fargo who plays um the matriarch of the crime family's granddaughter is also in legion and so is the matriarch of the crime family yeah Jean smart yeah and she's amazing oh my god yeah she was so good in the second season of fargo i'm not as impressed with her so far she has yeah so far she has a less interesting character to play but she's still great yeah so check them out all right well that's about it for us over here at point break minute we'll catch you next time Listen, listen, please, I mean, keep listening, yes. Tell your friends, rate, review, subscribe on iTunes. Uh, check out the Point Break Minute Listener's Surf Shop. You can uh, tell us more about X-Men or the uh, Liquid Jesus or diegetic, diegetic music. What the correct pronunciation of that word is. <laughs> yeah. What the stupidest, I think it's diegetic. The, if you guys know, what is the stupidest actual X-Men power? Because I want to know. Yeah, I bet there's some weird ones. It kind of goes in hand, hand in hand with like when when it was uh, in Lego Batman, all the crazy Batman villains that everyone's forgotten, but they duck up like Condiment King. <laughs> awesome. <laughs> so I, I just love it when when it goes when it gets weird. Yeah, it's fun. Yeah. So thanks for stopping by. All right, we'll catch you next. Catch you on the waves next time with Poseidon and Point Break Minute Bye.